other than a massive fountain of feces being sprayed across the nursery, baby is fine. A real allegory for this podcast, huh? Just fountain of feces. Fountain of feces. You know, most of it ended up on the carpet. Not a lot of it ending up on listeners' ears. Oatmeal in your cookies, yes or no? I'll lose that one. Yeah, you should. You should. You should. Think about what you've done with yourself. Huh? You treat other people. You have some more respect. <laughs> so my, my enjoyment of oatmeal cookies comes down to a lack of respect. For yourself and others. I'll probably start, I'll join in on that next week. I must have, What day did you say something? It was just last night. Yeah. Last night. Something missing between me and weird. I haven't, you. I haven't heard from him since Friday. I'm sure it's just stuck Oh, in for the- God's sake, we don't want you there. Sweet sounds of Larry Ferrari bringing us in on the, uh, on the piano. The Sunday organ hour. <laughs> With Larry, what was it called? I think it was just the Larry Ferrari Larry show. Wow, yeah, as original as his look. <laughs> Quit, right, I don't know why. Right you, back in. I don't right know why back. you need a flashy title when it's a guy with a toupee playing an organ in a church. But part of me feels like he could have jazzed it yeah. up in the fifty-five years of you know eighteen grand a year job oh. that he did. Orgasm. So it sounds like orgasm. No, I get it. <laughs> I don't think there was a disconnect in the meaning there. I just, I question how that would play with the Methodist that he was playing organ in front of. Yeah. What are like the... Look, man, I'm just an idea man. What group? Spit out those ideas. What group are they, is like the... Super. Are you sure you want to do this? Are well, you no, sure they, you want to you want to jump back into Ferrari discussions? No, this, this is not it's Ferrari. been like a, it's been like a month and a half. This is not Ferrari. But what group is it? Is it like because there's you know the, the Methodists, mm-hmm. the Lutherans? Yeah, I don't know the difference between any of those. Aren't there some that all? are known as though like oh man they're like if you don't wear you know if your if your shirt's not buttoned up to your neck at church you're violating the yeah. Uh, and I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, there, I'm. I would assume that there are some that are very, very strict on on things like that. You think that group got mad at Ferrari? Like, oh, we can't have this. <laughs> this. Do you think there were protests? Television host yeah. in our church. Were there protests outside of the studio? There has to be protests against Larry Ferrari. <laughs> has to be. Which there's truly astonishing that uh, what was that other hack's name that. Uh, Al Alberts. Al Alberts. There had to have been protests yeah. against him for that God's sake. <laughs> hey, come sit on Uncle Al's lap. Let's see. Protests against Larry <laughs> Ferrari. <laughs> what you got over there? Anything? Uh, broad broadcast pioneers. There's a retrospective written in the Catholic Star Herald. In oh, look at that. Maybe the Catholic Star Herald. The Catholics loved Ferrari. 2012. Larry Ferrari. Honestly, this guy seems clean as a whistle outside of the drunkenness, divorced, once, you know, studio and the, apartment living. And the, the stupid rug, and as my the, mom said. And the toupee that he obviously wore. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Yeah, well, there, there's your uh, there's your quick minute of uh, two minutes of Larry Ferrari discussion. Yeah, I guess to put a bow on Larry Ferrari, he's still dead. Still dead. Man. That, oh, boy. Oh, boy. brace yourself. Ah, flawless. Again, 43 years on local television. WPVI. That is, the crazy thing is, that is the, like, that's a huge, it's a Philadelphia TV station. But that, like. So it wasn't just some public access, the Wayne's World type thing. But do you think Al and Larry ever got together over scotches? Oh, I bet. And got mad at Fred Rogers? Because they they were like this guy's too clean, we got to take him down. Well, that Fred Rogers was in every, like he became national. Yeah, you know. Whereas yeah. Al Al's over there having kitties bop on his knee or whatever, <laughs> and and Ferrari is just banging on that upgraded idiot machine, and Fred's over there talking to puppets, and he's the one who broke through through nationally. Seriously, he yeah, Fred Rogers really. 
He really outkicked his coverage. You think the Ferrari clan somewhere back, like trying to smear Rogers now because he's got he no. had the documentary last year, which made me cry in a movie theater. Mm-hmm. An amazing documentary. It was great. A chance it was fantastic. Did you? you, yeah. you, you did we, yep. we? I'm sure we talked about this. I think we did. But again, my 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 brain of was it, Won't you be me. my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? Yeah. Did you? Do you have any tears while up in that movie? Um, no, but it, a lot of like nostalgia, definitely. Right. It was like ah. Oh. I remember that. I remember watching that all the time, every day. And in fairness, it's even a little bit dated for us, mm-hmm. Mr. Yeah. Rogers. Like we were, we were tail end, yeah, Mr. Rogers' neighborhood. But I, st- I mean, I still loved it. Oh it sure, was, it was fantastic. But man, the end of that documentary, I made it through. You know, it was about ninety yeah. minutes when they had just the straight. What do they call those? It, just like in the office with the just the one person sitting in a chair talking, the confessional type thing. Yeah. yeah. And they were all, it was kind of them talking about what Mr. Rogers meant to them. Mm-hmm. And to hear that and their inner, inter, uh, like splicing in segments from the show. Mm-hmm. And then some of the, the interviewees are tearing up. Man, I'm sitting there in the movie theater yeah. about a, a man who died 15 years ago. Eating your stupid snacks. Eating my delicious chocolate covered raisins as I'm popping oh. the last few in <laughs> through my tear filled cheeks. <laughs> Just crying. <laughs> garbage just pure garbage listen we'll get to it i don't need any more from you why are we waiting regarding why are we waiting i mean we got a Let's lot of ferrari to wrap play. up we're talking about a ferrari family uh, smear campaign against mr rogers and i'm curious on your thoughts okay smear campaign uh, sorry i'm just taking some notes here yeah well we got to be very we have to be very accurate so people know what they're getting themselves into. So the first instant people read through these notes and see the word Ferrari, <laughs> they can just delete this week or not. Well, please still download it. Go ahead and delete it after. Well, I, I put the Ferrari's smear campaign, so maybe they'll read Ooh. it as Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I like Ferraris. They're exotic cars. Now, that's something that I, I, I am curious to ask you about because it has a ton of buzz, and it seems like something, Steve, that you would be incredibly into. Have you seen anything about, I believe it's titled Ferrari versus Ford, or Ford versus Ferrari? Ferrari versus... Oh, there's a movie? Oh, not just a movie, Steve. Like Christian Bale, Matt Damon... Oh, so this is going to be like the, uh, from back in the day when, um, I don't know the the story that, but for years and years and years, Ferrari, um, they like owned the world of racing, the... Yep. the is it the 24 hours of Le Mans? Le Mans? Yeah. And then Ford came out with the GT, and then they just destroyed Ferrari for, like, a bunch of years in a row. Yeah. Or, uh, didn't they finish? I think that the um, the story was, like, the first year that the Ford GT debuted at the 24 hours of Le Mans, they finished, like, 1-2-3. Four GTs finished one, two, three, I think, and just that's destroyed a, Ferrari. That's a good question. All I know, I figured this would be right up your alley. So, yeah, feature film coming out in a few weeks. I hadn't even heard about it. Yeah, this is, I, it's it's remarkably well-reviewed. Like 88% currently like on it, Rotten Tomatoes. In theaters? Yeah. In two, really? In three weeks. Again, Christian Bale, Matt Damon, directed by James Mangold, who did huh. uh, who has a pretty good track record of making really good movies. We're going to go see it? I'm in. You're in? Oh, I'm absolutely in. Now, granted, I don't need you sitting next to me with your fake steering wheel every time during the Le Mans is happening. I have to keep elbowing you. You know, I'm just trying to focus on my my raisinets in the big screen. And I've got you, like, talking to, trying to nudge the guy next to you. I mean, that clutch looks a little out of alignment. Hear that, camshaft? I mean... The catalytic converters, right? That's it. So you, you, the extent of your car talk is to just mention a car part, comma, right, question mark? Well, listen, catalytic converters were in the news for a long time. Weren't they getting stolen in droves yeah. because of the copper or something? Yeah, there Which are, is like there, one there penny are, per 50 pounds or there something There are precious stupid. metals in there. So, yeah. When I replaced the catalytic converter on my Jeep. Yeah. The new one costs like one hundred fifty dollars, but mm-hmm. I was able to sell the old one for I think sixty bucks, just based on the metals. Just based on the metals. Oh wow! Yeah, I met, <laughs> I met a man in a Home Depot parking lot and sold it to him. 
You can't help yourself. <laughs> I can't. You, you just can't help yourself. Well, look, I, I don't. Meet, I don't like just throwing stuff out. And uh, I, my whole way of thinking is, if somebody else can use it, I want to be the facilitator for them. Now, I ask you this, kind of knowing the answer. What do you think it's going to take to get a net to come with us to Ford versus Ferrari? Oh God, she would rather give away our daughter than go to that movie. I heard, now let me read the reviews. Maybe we can send her some snippets from the reviews that really say, you know, really ramp up the you don't have to know cars thing. Because listen, I'm walking in with the same amount of intellect as her. Mm-hmm. I put air in my tires when the warning sensor comes up. Put gas in it once a week. I put gas in it. I, do, I get an oil change uh, around a general time frame I'm supposed to. <laughs> I don't do it myself. Mm-hmm. If something's wrong with it, I usually ask someone like you. Yeah. I actually got my oil changed at an oil change place last week. Whoa, that has to be your first time in years, right? No, it, since um, it's the first time I've had it, had somebody else change it on the Jeep. But for uh, when I had the, the Subaru, I would just take it there because it was so... That car, I don't know, I'm used to driving trucks and yeah. like vehicles that sit up a little bit Subaru's higher. Subaru was a little low. Subaru was a little bit low and I was like, I just don't feel like crawling under this thing, even if it's just to take out a drain plug. So I would just go there. But yeah, it was... Did you get out? Kind of nice. Did you go to like a dealer where you just no, dropped the to, car off or did I you went go to the to quickie a, place? No, I went to um, a, a store that also had... I went to a Walmart. Okay. And they have, uh, they have like the auto center in the back. Where you drop the car off, you get out. Drop it off. It. Okay. Walk around Walmart for 15, 20 minutes. Come back, grab my car. You didn't stick in the back and like look through the glass window while they're doing it, like just grazing the you glass. Sh- you sure, you're doing that right. Take take care of my baby. What size filter is that? I don't know. There's different sizes. <laughs> it's like a you know. Like, shut up, kid. What I only imagine is like a kid watching his build a bear get built, <laughs> but it's Steve just watching a Subaru oil don't change to give him his heart. Put the plug back in. Make sure you plug it. Wipe off the oil pan, please. Dude, I did that uh, last year. I was changing the oil in the Jeep, and I it, it was due for an oil change. Mm-hmm. But I had also I was on Costco's website, and uh, they had um, the oil that I needed for it was on special, and it's normally synthetic oil. It's like six bucks a quart or something. Seven yeah. seven bucks a quart. It's pretty expensive, but they had a six pack of like six quarts of it for like. $26 delivered to my house or something. So I'm like, mm-hmm. that's great. Ordered it, had it sent to the house. I was doing an oil change that weekend. So I crawl under there, pop the, uh, the, the old filter off. I take the, or I, the filters up top. I drain the oil, watch it all drain out. Still had the oil pan underneath it, collecting all of it. And then I went in the house to do something, kind of got distracted, came back outside, opened up that first new thing of oil, glug, 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 oh. pour it right in. Second court. Do you hear it? So you no. can't hear it? Okay. Second court. Glug, 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 glug. Uh-huh. Third court. Glug, glug. About halfway through pouring it in. I'm like, what am I hearing? Why? Is it raining outside? I hear, hear liquid. Then I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> I crawl underneath. I had never put the drain plug back in. Were so you that, like, was it so like that a- nice, fresh, brand new, clean oil oh. was going in the top of the engine, right out the bottom of the engine. And it was going into the drain pan that I had already drained all of right. the old oil in, so there was no salvaging it. No, it's not like you could just like pick up the drain pan and get a For, funnel yeah. and funnel no. it back in. No. Okay. Now, did you try to do like a Three Stooges skit and like stick your face under it and your hands and you're all just <laughs> sliding all around? No, but plug I, it? I did crawl. I stuck my thumb on it. Which, and that was big enough? Which was, Yeah, it was. I mean, for the most part, it was still leaking like down my arm. What's the end game there, then? But because then, you don't have the plug. Right. You've got your thumb. So your only option is to then maybe transfer the human plug to, like, <laughs> your toe. All I'm doing is uh, holding on. Like, I'm delaying the inevitable. Sure. For about two minutes <laughs> while I lay under there and think, like, okay, where's, like, reaching around with my other arm. Where's the, where's the plug at? Leave it up here. Right, you left it in the kitchen. <laughs> right. Right next to your cup of water. Yeah. Oh, no, I put it up in the attic yeah. for some reason. Yeah, I'm storing it here for later. No yeah. big deal. Ugh. Oh, man. Much easier just to take your car somewhere and get the oil changed. It's so... And, and I always ask this because, in general, Steve, what is the 
home cost. Now, granted, let I don't know if Jeeps takes you know special mm-hmm. oil or whatever. If I were to do a standard oil change on your Jeep, new filter, new oil, yeah. by myself. So you're not doing synthetic? No, not synthetic. Okay. What would the cost be? I would say the cheapest you could probably do it, six quarts of oil, probably four bucks a piece. Plus uh, a filter. So plus a filter is going to be eight or ten bucks. So, yeah, $32, $33 maybe. You can get one at the you know at the quick place I go to. Mm-hmm. I think it's like thirty eight ninety five. Yeah, and they always have the local grocery store has like the coupons on yep. the back, and yeah. I get like ten or five bucks off or something like that. That's so and and with the Subaru, I was like, um, I I started taking it there, but then I realized that it called Subarus call for some weird oil. It's like. The kind o- they're not going to have in o- the drums. W dash twenty or something. Gotcha. I don't know what it was, but it was like it was stupid expensive, and ended up costing like sixty five bucks to get an oil change oh. on that car. So here's what we now need to do. Okay, you and I, we need to start this campaign to get a net on board with seeing Ford, Ford versus Ferrari. Okay. Now, Grant, I understand this is going to be harder because this is going to be this would be, I'm presuming, first time away from baby Evelyn. Um. We went to for, Chow Hound. We went to the, the pet store one time when my mom was here. Okay. Because we had, if that, because that, uh, that was a day that Toby rolled in poop in the backyard. That's right. So we had to. So you took him to the bath. Took him to the, yeah, the, the dog wash there. So this would be, let's call it, you know, three hours, right? By the time mm-hmm. you leave to the theater, whatever. Yeah. Be the first time away. Is there any, could we, you think we could utilize anything? Is she into Damon or Bale? Just any, um, she ever had a Matt Damon thing? I mean, I have a Matt Damon thing, so I would assume you can assume that she does every too. woman at least yeah. a little bit. She loves him. Has a she Matt has Damon all of his uh, all of his uh, Tiger Beat posters. Oh, hanging, I don't give a damn about his and... acting, Steve. I'm talking. He's a handsome man. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Like I said, she has all of his Tiger Beat posters hanging up in her closet. Now, Grant Christian Bale, a little bit of weird face. Uh, a little bit. So maybe we'll focus on the Damon situation. Yeah. But hey, just like I expected. The consensus on Rotten Tomatoes, and this is what we utilize, is what we hammer home. Mm-hmm. Delivers all the polished auto action audiences will expect. Mm-hmm. And balances it with enough gripping human drama to satisfy non-racing enthusiasts. Look at that. Is it safe to say your wife, mother of your daughter, is a non-racing enthusiast? Very safe to say. I think we start. I think so we start the campaign. What was its score? Eighty-eight. Well, IMDb it only has seven point four out of ten stars. Oh, you want to listen to those plea idiots? Yeah, but who who yeah. goes to IMDb for movie reviews? You well, go I'm, there to find out who that guy was in the background of that movie that sure. someone else was in. Hey, I've seen that girl in a TV show before. What mm-hmm. one was that? Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Does IMDb have a guy named Ben from the blog called Discussing Film? <laughs> I How wonder. Odd oh, from Nerdist. We should get. Um, we should get Stan the Movie Man on. Stan the Movie Man. Next week we got to call Stan, and we're going to talk Ford versus Ferrari. Um, you think Stan still listens? No. Okay. All right, Stan. If you still listen, I have your phone by you next week. Oh, also send us your number. <laughs> Might be important to have. We should make a listener phone book of people we need to need to get in touch with. Uh, which that important to reference and to mention. Uh, last week we talked about well you wanted to uh, get a Charleston Jew on the show yeah that was a misspeak Charleston Chew someone says what you meant okay <laughs> well Steve I looked we could not find a Jew from the city of Charleston okay but we still have show Jew Brian okay on the line he sent me a sent us he's a on the line. <laughs> Should have phrased it that way. <laughs> really got my hopes up there. <laughs> he tweeted, or he messaged us this week, said, "Hey, appreciate the mention. I am still here for all your show Jew related needs." Again, he didn't phrase it that way. There's still question about whether I should be phrasing it that way. I makes me uncomfortable. I don't know why, but shortening it to from Jewish to Jew just sounds derogatory. Well, it's, a, it's a Jew uh, show Jew. That doesn't make it any better. No, no, it's like uh, like the Westminster. What does that mean? Well, he's like our, he's our show Jew. Like he's you know we don't have 
any African American people uh-huh. that listen. There's no chance. This is the dumbest whitest podcast that's ever podcasted. <laughs> yeah, we are, we are okay, white. For God's sake, we talked about Larry Ferrari again, <laughs> and that's about- not the first time. <laughs> Talks about an old white organist. Not only did we talk about Larry How many, Ferrari. I, I, if we had to add up the total amount of minutes that Larry Ferrari has been discussed on this podcast, directly or indirectly. Yeah. So that includes all of the tangents that we've gone off on. Sure. Just because of Ferrari. We got to be into the two to three hour portion, or two to three hour uh, oh, time frame. You could argue it's at least an hour and a half too many. <laughs> Not only yeah. did we talk about Larry Ferrari this morning, we took it to the next level and talked about Ferrari. Yeah, we did. We made the transition. We made the Ferrari to Ferrari transition. Not easy to do. Yeah, safe to say we're not we're not hitting a home run with any uh, any minority group right now. No, no. Why don't, so we that's change, why, why don't we change the subject? So that's why we have Brian not on the line, but I feel like we still need to ask him all of our. Our Jewish representative questions. Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur. I know one of them Rum is... Springer. Nope, that is still Amish. Remember last week I told you wrong-ish. Listen, put it on the list. We'll just ask him about it, see how his Rum Springer was when he was a teenager. <laughs> um, I know one of them is the Jewish New Year. Yeah, so what is Rosh Hashanah? I'm not sure. <sighs> we need to get him on the line. I mean, I, we do have Google. No. What, are you kidding me? We have time for that? I'm not interested in what Google has to say. I'm interested in what Brian... Ah, Rosh Hashanah is Jewish New Year. Okay, well then what the hell's Yom Kippur? Um, I feel like this isn't... Day of Atonement. Oh. The holiest day of the year in Judaism. Whoa! That's the one that I believe you're not supposed to do any... Like, not even lift a finger... Uh, yes, uh, Jews traditionally observe. Whoa, whoa, we say Jewish people here, sir, for God's sake. Then I'm just reading what it says on uh, this website. Mm-hmm. Jews traditionally observe this holy day with an approximate 25-hour period of fasting and intensive prayer. Wow, often spending most of the day in synagogue services. Oof. That How sounds- many do you think are kind of... Dodging out of that part though, like oh, day off, gotta take it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> and then just not doing anything. Yeah, which I, I would—that's exactly what I would mm-hmm. do. Exactly what I would do. I think we need to get Brian on here in the near future and ask him all of these questions. So why don't we? It. Let's just do it right now. Oh, okay. Do you have his number? Nope. Do you? Yep. All right. This will count as also his two minutes of awkward conversation because he did send a review, um, and we'll get to that as soon as. Steve gets the phone number, and we can dial up Brian, who has zero advance notice that we're about to call him. Can't wait to see how his rum springer was when he was a teen. Nope. What he did for his summer away at camp. <laughs> rum, rum springer is now summer camp. Do they just... I'll, I'll save it for Brian. Right. So... Passover questions, too. What is Passover? Your call has been forwarded, uh, to, forwarded an to an voice automated voice messaging system. I think we cut it off, right? Yeah. <laughs> hey, we'll throw a big <laughs> Go back and trim that a bit. We'll throw a big beep over that one. Yeah. Well, that'll be uh, that'll be next <laughs> week. We got a big week next week. It's reason to tune in. Turn this episode off because next week, uh, mostly because Steve and I forgot already. Uh, I will be sitting here on this side of the table mm-hmm. eating oatmeal, and you will be sitting on that side of the table drinking apple cider. Yeah, not looking forward to that. It's Two garbage. things that a lot of people do normally without making it a thing on a podcast. Yeah. Um, There's probably somebody out there right now having breakfast of some oatmeal and apple cider. Mm-hmm. And you and I are acting like our lives are going to be turned upside down. And we're going to do it live on this podcast next week. Yes. Yeah. Like you said, we were planning on doing it today. And then 
completely forgot we had to send out an SOS tweet. Yep, which I've already deleted. Don't need to look for it. Thank asking, you. Asking for uh, help in determining what it was that yeah. we said that we were going to eat. Thank you to APS 2.0 door sponsor Nathaniel Rich, ah, who yes. sent me that answer within 60 seconds of it being posted. That was incredible. Uh, How do other people remember so much about our podcast and we don't? It was a week ago we were here. It was a week ago for him, too. And we... Although, listened. no, I mean, in our defense, he could have just listened to it. Well, it wasn't a week ago for him. It was at, yeah, at, five le- days at most five days. So. Yeah. Um, I did want to mention, you know, we're, we're a little stuck on automobile talk, Steve. So mm-hmm. I need to ask you, do I owe you an apology today? Because I do feel bad. You sent a text yesterday. Big mm-hmm. day yesterday for me, so I was a little preoccupied. Yes. Yeah, regarding... Yeah. A big, po- uh, big, big birthday party. Yeah, big uh, Reed turned one. On Thursday, had mm-hmm. a big shindig yesterday. Never again. <laughs> I have some questions about that, too. Because okay. Because when I left, there was... Let's do that now. There was intense discussion. Now, it was um, the, it was like a you had a hot dog bar, which was really cool. Yeah, the hot diggity dog bar. Hot he's a big diggity fan dog of the bar. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Club. So, you walk into the to the kitchen at your, at your in-law's house, mm-hmm. and big bowl of hot dogs and then you could pick you know you got chili cheese and different chili cheese bacon all your condiment toppings and yeah it was very cool very uh very clever i had never gone to a hot dog bar before right i went with your standard chili cheese dog and i was i was thrilled with it oh sorry my apologies wake me up when we're done with you boring (laughs) well look i'm i'm a bit of a traditionalist when it comes to comes to the hot dogs. A lot of people would call it boring. Well, okay. <laughs> you, on the other hand... Nothing wrong with chili cheese, by the way. Love it. Delicious so toppings. I walked outside. At one point, you and... Was it your brother? Yeah. Yeah, you and your brother were having a conversation, and I heard the words hot dogs and uh, like chocolate mentioned in the same sentence, and it made my ears perk up, and I'm like, huh? What are we... What are we talking about? What is this? Mm-hmm. And then I zeroed in a little bit closer on the conversation. You were talking about your idea for a a dessert hot dog. The dessert dog. The dessert dog that would have been, um, I believe you had said, because there was a, there was a, a little uh, crock pot type thing where mm-hmm. there was hot cocoa. Yep. Fantastic, by the way. Number one in the world of warm drinks this time of year. But there was a cup of chocolate chips. Mm-hmm. So you were talking about melting them down. Yeah, because... To then add to the hot dog? So here is the deal. And something about a graham cracker. Last week, it beca- we were I was spitballing ideas, and I was talking to my brother in the last few weeks about toppings for hot dogs. And he came up with a laundry list of beautiful ideas. It's mm-hmm. the reason there were French fried onions out there. Uh, there were there were also Doritos and like Lay's chips. Were they for? Yeah, people like crunched up chips. Okay, like the way people do it on sandwiches too. Did I've you done ever that, do that when you were yep, a kid. I okay. definitely have. People so wanted I, a little bit of crunch. Yeah, I can so, I can see that. I I just wasn't sure what to do with them when I got because I I threw a few chips on my plate, but then oh, I yeah. just I just ate them like a like an idiot. Uh, snooze. I know. Typical Steve Bohr. Chili cheese dog. Ooh, maybe I'll have some sensible chips next to it. <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> but, it, I mean, I, I had the idea, or he had the idea, whatever. So I brought pizza dog toppings. I had brought some pizza sauce in a squeeze bottle. I don't think I've ever done a pizza dog. Some mozzarella cheese, some pepperoni. Yeah. Unbelievable. I loved it. Good. Okay. I loved it. So we're, we're spitballing these ideas. And earlier, that or late last week, I had the idea, and I thought, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I've got an idea that I think, and I think I'm understating it, could revolutionize the hot dog world. Well, that's something. And I presented to the world the dessert dog. So yesterday, the dessert dog was a topic of conversation again. And I decided to go, I decided against putting those toppings out. That's why there was an actual Hershey's like syrup. And those items weren't out because, well, one, they wouldn't have been touched. And two, it just, it, it didn't come to fruition. There was too many toppings as it was, whatever. So it came, it became a topic of conversation to the point where there I was 
sifting through my mother-in-law's pantry and refrigerator yeah. for chocolate syrup. Yeah. Did you and find I, any? I did not. Okay. But what I did find was a bowl of chocolate chips near the hot cocoa that you could simply put in the microwave and melt down to be a form All right. of chocolate syrup. It's a good substitute. I like your, your ingenuity. So I'd taken enough grief. Okay? I'd taken enough of the guff from people around saying this is a dumb idea and stop being stupid mm-hmm. and just have chili and cheese on your hot dog and go back to being a boring white person. <laughs> may or may not be attributed to Steve. So I melted it down. I went back into the pantry and I got out the box of graham cracker crumbs. Oh, God. I you heated, went all in on this. Put down the syrup on the hot dog. Put down a line of graham cracker crumbs. Mm-hmm. Went outside near the hot cocoa table. Shook a bunch of marshmallows onto this hot dog. Oh, God. And the first ever official dessert dog was presented. It was cut into thirds. You found two other people that were willing Willing is a weird adjective, weird way to put it. <laughs> it was cut into thirds. It had been decided. You uh-huh. were having a piece of this dessert dog. Myself, my brother, my friend Nate, who was the one giving Nate me. Nate did it? He was the one giving me all the grief. Oh, Nate. So you have to be involved. Nate's very level-headed. I'm surprised that he would he would dive into this vat of idiocy. <laughs> what are you doing, Nate? Listen, Congratulations, by the way, Nate. The the man engaged. took a strong stance against the dessert dog. And you can't take a strong stance against the dessert dog without trying it. <sighs> okay. So we cut her into thirds, pass them out. We all cheers in the middle. So again, this is hot dog bun. Yep. So regular bun. Chocolate. Like melted down chocolate chips. On top of an all beef hot dog. With marshmallows. Little, With marshmallows. Little, little mini mallows. And graham cracker crumbs. And graham cracker. Okay. So you basically... It was a s'mores dog. It was a s'more. Yeah, it was a s'more. Yeah. Do you think they make uh, graham cracker hot dog buns? Like let graham me, cracker shaped hot dog buns? Let me answer your question. No. Okay. That would have made it more convenient. And They make like a boat of some kind? I think you'll know why shortly. So we all cheers in the center... Three of us, we take a bite. How long was this after we left? It, it must have been 20, 30 minutes. Oh, I wish I had been there. And we all take a bite. So there's three of us, take a bite, and we're all chewing. It's a third of a hot dog, so it's about a two-bite situation. Yeah. And we're all we're all looking at each other, right, while we're chewing. Just waiting to see who And my brother breaks the first. ice. <laughs> and he goes, that's not very good. And I said... No, that's really bad. <laughs> I'm shocked. So, Steve. Yeah. What I'm here to tell you this morning. Is that I was right? I'm sorry. You were right. Whoa. But. Okay. Here is what I say to you. All right. Was the man who invented Uber shunned and disregarded oh, okay. after his first attempt at breaking through to make right. a company. So you're you're putting yourself Was Thomas Edison <laughs> oh, himself oh, you're Thomas Edison now. Okay. Laughed at while he was sitting there fiddling with filaments in his basement. Thomas, no. Boy, that you're really uh you're, you're really putting yourself high up there on a pedestal and aligning yourself with some of the greats. I Guy like, who invented Uber and uh-huh. Thomas Edison. I feel like Edison was just as uh, made fun of as me, as I was with this dessert dog situation. Like, you think so? I think Edison, I bet you Edison had some social issues. I think I could agree with you on that. I, was, Edison seems like the kid, Steve. That he's going to lunch, he's got his brown, his sack lunch. Yeah, because he was not buying. He was no. not He was not getting pizza on pizza he's day. He's not getting pizza. He's not getting the pizza pocket. He's not getting yeah. french fries. He's not getting the mashed potatoes from the ice cream scooper. Mm-hmm. He's not getting any of that. He's bringing his brown sack lunch, <laughs> and he's sitting at his his table in the corner because, yeah. you know, 
Yeah. Nobody he's, he's sat by with Thomas Edison. Yeah. Because he's not Thomas. No, because he's a little kid. He's Tommy. He's Tommy. So he's Tommy's- like Tom- Tommy Edo. Little Tommy Edo. <laughs> you think there's bullies? Hey, look at Tommy Edo over there. Huh? That big dummy with his brown sack lunch. Take a big bite of their pizza. <laughs> Go get out into their bitchin' hot rods and tear out of the... Wait, what age are we talking here? Because I'm picturing, like, third grade. <laughs> are you picturing high school? Could be high school. Again. And wait a minute. They had, Hold on. I'm pretty sure, I'm fairly confident that in the time of Tommy Edo or Thomas Edison... Tommy the weirdo Edo. Yeah, the the bullies weren't driving hot rods. Uh, whatever, Steve. Maybe they go jump on their... Uh, they're bicycles with baseball cards in the spokes then. Okay? Okay. Hey, Was baseball know? invented yet? <laughs> Oof. <laughs> what came first? Baseball? I mean, we need to get the basic question. Or uh, the light bulb. No, definitely. Baseball had been invented. That's a stupid question. Yeah, isn't baseball like 180 years old? <laughs> Ooh. Tommy Edo. 1847. That puts him in third grade at probably 1855. Okay. Side note: Is he a is he a draft dodger? Feels like he should have been in the Civil War, right? You would think. Whatever. Neither here nor there. <laughs> we'll come back to the draft dodging Tommy Edo in a All moment. Right, so he's sitting at lunch, and again, I don't know how this ties into the dessert talk, but we'll. Get, I'm certain I'll get back to it. So Tommy Edo's sitting at lunch, and you know he's got he's got his sack lunch. Mm-hmm. Bus, but yeah, you know, it's it's Tommy Edo, the weirdo. <laughs> so it's not like PB and J, no, 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 or the 1850s version of a Lunchable. <laughs> None of that's around yet. So he busts out an apple, yeah, and like like a, like a hard boiled egg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's Tommy Edo's lunch: a Jonah Gold, and a hard boiled egg. Did he just sits there and delicately put yeah, some salt, salt on. on every bite, like resalts it? So, listen. So he wasn't quite the um, he wasn't the Thomas Edison that we know today. No, Tommy, held in high regard back then. He was just a little third grader, Tommy Edo. Tommy Edo eating his apple and a hard boiled egg. Dear God, Philip or Zach, Nikki, it doesn't matter. I need Tommy Edo. Eating an apple and a deviled or a hard-boiled egg in oh. the corner of the 1855 lunchroom while the bullies tear out of the parking lot and either they're bitching hot rods or bicycles with cards in the spokes. Yeah. A lot I of can detail guarantee, there. I can guarantee that there were no baseball cards back yeah. then. <laughs> find, me, find me a picture of one 1850s baseball card. So Thomas Edison, Tommy Edo... I think I'm at that stage. I'm simply Boy. an inventor. I'm simply a man with ideas mm. trying to espouse them into the world. So this is just one of the ones that didn't work out. You'll no doubt follow it up with uh, the next big thing. Well, I'm already workshopping. What do you got? Dessert dog ideas. <laughs> so you're not giving up on the dessert dog. Really stuck in the dessert dog now, world. There was a there was a call yesterday to... Uh, drop the hot dogs into the vat of hot chocolate to kind of marinate Steve, them. Steve, I will give you none of the rumors about the next innovation of the dessert dog okay. outside to say there are discussions going on about half the beef inside this dessert dog. There's discussions going on around injecting the beef. There's discussions. Like a marinade? <laughs> there's discussions around marinating the beef hot dogs. How about this? I got an idea. Mm-hmm. I'll give this one to you. Mm-hmm. Replace the hot dog altogether uh-huh. with a churro. Whoa. Same shape. Same shape. We might be onto something. Yeah. I think we need to workshop this. <laughs> Not since Tommy Edo has a young inventor, age 32, been so stymied by public opinion oh, boy. as me yesterday. With the dessert dog idea, granted it failed miserably and it was awful. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it seems it, like every it seems like it was kind of vindicated. It legitimately ruined my afternoon. I don't blame you. It, it, it ruined my stomach because I'm the only idiot who decided, well, I need to eat both bites. Everybody else threw their second so bite really, away. So you dug your heels in. No, I knew it was garbage, but it was the... But it was your baby. It was my, you know, you, you, know, you just throw half of it away. You finish it. 
But yeah, I listen, I'm a hot dog. I, I can eat a ton of hot dogs. We mm-hmm. talked about when we used to drink and go to the hockey games yep. when we were in our younger days. And I would get like eight beers and ten hot dogs mm-hmm. on a Friday night. So to say I only had two hot dogs yesterday no. and two bites of the dessert dog, the dessert dog ruined my afternoon. As it should have. I had If a, you liked it, you would have been the biggest mutant I've ever met in my life. I, you know, the, the problem was the beef. Beef does not mix with dessert toppings. Yeah. Just flat out. We know. It's time to just say it plainly, guys. I know you've all been wondering. Beef does not mix with dessert toppings. You know, I've had a, um, I think it was for maybe our one-year anniversary last year. Mm-hmm. Annette and I, our first anniversary, we went to um, like a really nice steakhouse. Yeah. Got a incredible put, dinner. Put on the fancy clothes. Put on the fancy clothes. Did my, yeah, borrowed some of your frizzies and, uh, you know, did my hair up just right. Just ask me next time, please. <laughs> Running, running low. <laughs> we went to, or I ordered, it was a filet, mm-hmm. but it had, it was like a cocoa flavored, like, almost like coffee type, I, I don't want to say coffee grounds, but it was whatever the uh, uh, marinade or like dry mm-hmm. rub on it, it was sweet flavored and it was phenomenal. So you may not be that far away. You just need to be better. You think I need to innovate more? <laughs> okay. Absolutely. I mean, what do we think about, like, caramel coating the bun? <laughs> yeah. What about, and this was an idea floated. Now I don't want to give away all the trade secrets of the dessert no, of dog. Of course not. Of course not. Coming to the local hot dog joint near you soon. What do you think about maybe like candied, like candied bacon? <laughs> Like candied yeah. bacon, oh, wrap the dog. I believe that might have even been your idea. Candied bacon would be wrap the dog in that. Obviously, throw in the rest of the dessert. You might be onto some. Oh, see, I think that I think the candied bacon on the hot dog is about as crazy as you can get. Listen, the dessert dog is happening with the presence of chocolate syrup and marshmallows <laughs> at one point. No, would you try a bite if I made one? Just a bite. Yeah, I would. Okay, I mean, I but. Should we? Knowing full well, uh-huh. I am judging that book by its cover. Listen, you don't need to judge it by its cover. Judge it by its contents. It sucks. Okay? But there was a lot of talk about it last yesterday. A lot of talk. Too much. Too much, so, some would say. I feel like, do, do we add this to the litany of taste tests? Do I need to come over a little bit early next weekend and fire up your grill and cook one hot dog? <laughs> just one. And then Sit throw out there with away? the tongs, just... Poking yeah. it and throw away ninety eight percent of it. Yeah, I mean you can. Maybe this well, is maybe. Gonna, it's going to be quite a day. With, Boy, uh, what a wild ride it's going to be next Sunday, Steve. You eating a hot dog and apple cider, me eating oatmeal. Think about the ratings. Ratings. The listens. Think about the downloads. Listens. We're going to be the talk of the oatmeal cast world. You think there is an oatmeal podcast? Oh my God, there has to be. There has to be. There's a podcast for everything. Maybe there... Well, you know there's a podcast about oatmeal murder. <laughs> <laughs> right, because every murder has to have its own podcast. Do you think any murderers got into the murder game because they knew that there would be a podcast about them? Yes. You know your niche, right? Yeah, I, you know something, I guess, because murderers, like, they're sociopaths, so they want people to... But it's not Talk like, about them. It's not like making a murderer, which became a sensation. You're literally just Bob and Susie in the basement going, hey, this murder's interesting. Because that's what it is nowadays. There's yeah. like three really popular murder and death podcasts. One of them's the My Favorite Murder. Another one's the last podcast on the left. Mm-hmm. And what's well, it was a, a murder related, but Serial was regarding one murder. Right. That's it. The rest of them are literally trying to piggyback because they enjoy murder TV shows and thinking they'd be good at it. Yeah. So, yes, somebody has definitely committed an oatmeal-related murder, hoping to get on one of the famous murder podcasts that they can be talked about. Uh, There's something called the Cold Oatmeal Podcast, a podcast on public relations. I can't think of a bigger snooze. Mm, Best oatmeal podcast on, on Player FM. 
Maybe. Have we gotten another niche? You and I? Sidecast? Oatmeal cast? Oatcast? Oatcast? No, it needs a better name. Well, Oatcast is just going to be a lot of horse people listening. <laughs> Again, Steve, half a horse. <laughs> because he munches on crackling oat bran and licks a sugar cube in his rearview mirror. Just to get awake in the morning. Oatmeal cast. Oatmeal cast. Oatmeal. I'm gonna have to come up with a better name for that. Yeah, someone's gonna have to. Someone help us out there with oatmeal cast and add it to the litany in Lisbon Living Style Podcast Network. Um, and we can add that to the list of things we're never going to do. Yeah. Well, I mean, oatmeal cast would just be eating different, like different flavors, right? <laughs> I guess. Like, ooh, apple cinnamon this week. Oh, that's pretty good. Mmm, soupy. I think we would be doing our listeners a disservice if we did not get to the poll results from last week. Are you sure? We should probably call Dan Shike or maybe Brian Krause, the no, show's no, no, representative. No, no. no, we got to get to these. Uh, we only gotta, tried them the once. We should gotta get try to, them again. I sent him a text, too. He has not replied to it. Oh, well, Brian's too big. Is it Rosh Hashanah today? I don't think so. I think it's already this passed. why we need him on the line. Just to ask him. Hey, Yom Kippur today? No? All right, check in next week. <laughs> All right. So he posted four or five polls last week, both on Facebook and on Twitter. This is when we were in the heat of our discussion about uh, apple cider, about different fruits, about oatmeal. Now that I think about it, we don't really change our topics much because... You think is why our listeners are not growing? Listening? What can we do? Like, what is there one big thing you and I could do to grow it outside of talking to other people, like which it's grows like every a, podcast? It's a podcast suggestion box. Yeah. Drop your suggestion in the box. The box being the comment field underneath where you're listening to this podcast. Yeah. Maybe we just What's your suggestion? It? What do we need to do? What do we need to do to win you back? Maybe we'll put that instead of a poll. It's just an open-ended question on social media. Oh, boy. That's opening us up for... But the problem is nobody's going to be mean. Just because everybody who's following us probably listens or is, knows the show. Nobody's going to be mean. Here's what we do. We get S. Robbie Mack, who hates us. Is he done with us? No, he still is. Okay. But he turned against us, said the show's not the way it used to be. We I need agree. To get, maybe we need to get S. Robbie Mack on the phone. I don't know his number, so you're uh, barking up the wrong tree. And ask, what can we do... Let me see if I can find it really quick while I filibuster here. Uh, what do we need to do to get those numbers back to uh, not dying off in droves? That's Robbie Mack. We're calling you. We're looking for your number. Oh, boy. I'm not good at filibusting. I haven't talked to him in a while. What's his real name? That's Robbie Mack. Sean. Found no? it. Yeah, but yeah? Sean. I found it. All right, toss it over. There it is. Hold on. Okay, we're going to get us Robbie Mack. Now, granted, Steve, uh, I'm going to need you to please keep your composure a little bit. Just because... got a text back, by the way, from Brian. Oh, yeah, so is he not, not available just now. I'll try in a few minutes. Sorry. Not well, interested. Brian, we're, we're moving on to the next thing. Maybe we can get him on and then... Want a conference call? We'll conference them. Okay, so we need a four-way conversation with our show Jewish representative, Brian, and our show uh, uh, guy who used to like us now hates us, show S. Robbie Mack. Now, please, Steve, I ask you while you dial, uh, please keep your composure. S. Robbie Mack is a representative of this great country. He is a United States Postal Service employee uh-huh. who is doing uh, end of the driveway warrioring. Doing God's work. Doing God's work. Soldiering through please the... leave your message for five, one... Oh, <laughs> boy, yeah, we shouldn't do that, huh? <laughs> so he's definitely tuning us out. <laughs> right to voicemail. Right oh, to voicemail. Maybe you want to know why the reason he uh, maybe didn't answer. Oh no, is he dead? Uh, well, fourteen months ago, he asked uh, for suggestions on how to put together and how he could improve his his podcast. I, mean, I didn't answer. So maybe fourteen oh. months later is why. Well, we're calling him to. Yeah. <laughs> Finally got to his email. Oh, trying him again? Yeah. Maybe a lot. Of, yeah, it is true. A lot of times, you know, people see like, oh, what is that number? Swipe no. But if you call back, they might be more inclined. Maybe he's out doing some of those Sunday deliveries. Oh, know, for, for the Amazon. postal service, you know. They got to hate Amazon, right? Yeah. All the driveway warriors in blue. 
Well, I mean, they've got to. Oh no, they have to do their job. <laughs> Again, I just ask you to keep it under wraps while we have him on the line, so we don't get into a verbal fist fight. Please leave your message for. Oh man, man I didn't want to leave a message. Well, over two today. Over three. <laughs> for I called him twice. God's sake, all yeah. Terrible. Oh, boy. Falling apart. So, about those poll results. I mean, look at the time. No, 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 no. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. I mean, is there? So, we posted... Uh, we, we've gotten in the habit of posting polls on a weekly basis. And not, um, not revealing in the poll post whose side... Right. Each of us is I think on. the key has been to post the polls before the episode is released in order to try to remove any bias mm-hmm. um, against well, me. <laughs> but hey, feel free. <laughs> if you find yourself accidentally ending up on the same side uh, of history as Kyle, feel free to go back and re-vote. Because as a brilliant man once told me, sometimes... Everyone else is on the wrong side of history. A brilliant man. Yeah. Wow, I wonder who that could have been. Yeah, I know. Just a brilliant, brilliant man. So we started off with, uh, what would you eat first? What did we have? Five five poles. Four or five, yeah. We had a picture of a peach, picture of an apple. Yeah, and I think this one you knew you were in the wrong. I knew I was going to lose on that. Well, not in the wrong, just on the losing side. Right side of history, says here. Look, as a brilliant man who everyone loved once said, sometimes everyone else is on the wrong side of history. It's kind of like me on this podcast is kind of like you on the side gig. How so? Because aren't you one you, like you would classify yourself like, oh, yeah, people, they generally don't like me. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't me. think they like me on here either. I just think that they don't like think me. It's a lesser two evil situation. Yeah, it's a, they, they they don't care for me, but not as much as they don't care for you. <laughs> ah, and if that's not a reason to tune in, <laughs> I don't know what is the Steve and Kyle podcast. Two guys you don't like to varying degrees, but one you like a little less. <laughs> yeah, just a little. All right, so I knew I was going to be yeah. um, outnumbered on this one. What yes. was our totals? So, again, at Steve and Kyle on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, combined vote, Steve, uh, 64% would eat the apple first compared to 36% who would eat the peach. Okay. If you're eating the peach first, you're an idiot. Uh, I have a feeling most of the people saw peach. and people. Listen, if you're one of the people voting for peach there, you're probably the one who's sending, like, the the peach emoji to be <laughs> butt. <laughs> You hear that, folks? <laughs> you hear that? 34%? I don't know why people don't like me. <laughs> Couldn't be these wide-sweeping generalizations <laughs> painting with the broadest of strokes. <laughs> you like peaches, that means you're into butt emojis. <laughs> butt, 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 butt. <laughs> I'm going to throw an eggplant there. <laughs> All right, our next ball was Team Apple Cider. Yes or no? Yeah, now this one, I think you also thought you would be on the losing side of this yes. one as well. You were, well. you were kind of aware. On the lesser side, but as a amazingly handsome man once said. God, I'd love to see an image of this idiot. Sometimes <laughs> everyone else is on the wrong side of history. Because it almost sounds like one of those dumb Yogi Berra quotes. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm not hungry enough to eat eight slices of pizza. <laughs> Cut it into four or whatever. <laughs> Was, was that his quote? Something, something like <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, there's one of those. They, you see those, they circulate a lot. If you search for Yogi Berra quotes, he was known for the... Yogi Berra's not a smart man. He was lovable and affable and Yogi. really, you know, aloof. Um, yeah, I believe he's one of the ones who had that uh, regarding pizza. Obviously, still the pizza's the same size. He just only wanted it cut into it less pieces. You better cut the pizza in four pieces. Because I'm not hungry enough to eat six. Yeah. Yogi Berra. Yeah, he's got a lot of quotes like that Yogi Berra. No, we have our own personal Yogi. Well, we don't. I don't know where this idiotic quote came from about being on the losing side. I'll just tell you that he's a fantastic man. So Team Apple Cider, uh, 68% Steve. Yes to Team Apple Cider. Okay. Not not cool. That's all right. 
Now, this is where our, our arguments diverged a little bit, um, and we started, somehow we got into a discussion. Again, we've got to be the podcast with the most arguments regarding boxed candy. <laughs> yeah. Add that to our, our mantle of mm-hmm. stupidity. I believe the question was, are Raisinets garbage? Yeah. That was, that's that's it. That was the simple question. Chocolate covered raisins in a button. Now they they're known as a box candy. Obviously, they sell them in bags or whatever. But this came up because not at the place I went to. I figured that they were. I, I honestly didn't think that they made them anymore. This came up because your wife said she would. She wanted a raisinette. Yeah, we were doing a movie, movie night, night to watch El Camino a couple weeks ago, and she desired a delicious candy, chocolate covered raisins. And again, if you're looking for a real treat, you go dark chocolate. Mm. Yeah. So our Raisinets garbage. uh, And, well, here's where, listen, it's affectionate. And so I apologize, but but it is affectionate. Uh, Just a bunch of dickheads (laughs) voted on this one. What was the, the, what were the Twitter numbers? Because the Facebook numbers were one and the Twitter numbers were another and we averaged them together. But I have, this is one of those cases. I have a theory. Yeah, this is one of those cases where you can kind of see the difference in age group that might use either. Yeah, because either it was platform. It, it was a runaway, uh, a runaway for for yes on yeah. So Raisinets on Twitter, sixty eight percent. Steve said yes. Our Raisinets garbage. Yeah. See, and on Facebook it was fifty fifty, but that just proves that only old people use Facebook because only old people prefer Raisinets. 57% total oh. said, yes, Raisinets are garbage. Is that closer than you thought? Is it really closer than yes, you thought? Yes, I thought it was going to be 80-20. Coming from the guy who's pulling off crackling oat bran and uh, Look, discussing the virtues of oatmeal to me. There was once a wise man. Oh, he sounds like an idiot. Who knew everything about everything. A and real, he said. A real buffoon. <laughs> sometimes. Everyone else is on the wrong side of history. Some would say he eats like a horse. <laughs> Oats. Are you cubes. inferring? <laughs> no. This man sounds like someone who would do that. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then it's not offensive. <laughs> yeah. See? All right. M- moving on. Now, th- I, I, I got to tell you in advance. I'm going to spoil the results. These ones make me mad. <laughs> All right. Uh, the the question was simply oatmeal in your cookies, yes or no, and with well a ton of votes, well over two hundred votes, Steve. Sixty five percent of people said yes. Yeah. If I were to sit here today, you're telling me, mm-hmm. if I offered you today, a cookie in my left hand and a cookie in my right hand, the cookie in your in my left hand was a chocolate chip cookie. Yeah. Let's even say it's not a chocolate chip cookie. It's literally a baked cookie, no chocolate chips, just regular cookie dough. So, like, uh, just a sugar cookie? No, I would say it's a reg. Like, if you were and I were to go, if you were to go get cookie dough at the store, mm-hmm. okay. So you're all right. A plain cookie, but it's you know, whether you want it soft, whether you want it uh, you know crunchy, mm-hmm. whatever. In my right hand, I offer you an oatmeal cookie. Take the raisins out, because mm-hmm. I know obviously you need a raisin. You're what about, telling what about me raisinette cookies? Chocolate covered raisin cookie? <laughs> yeah. Wouldn't it just be a chocolate raisin cookie? Well, uh, no, like the raisins are chocolate covered and then baked into a cookie. That'd be you're going to get the melted chocolate yeah. and it's just going to be raisins. Ah, uh, you still get the they'll still have a little bit of chocolate around them. Left hand regular cookie, mm-hmm. right hand oatmeal cookie. I don't know that I've ever just had a regular cookie. Well, it would just be a co- it just be cookie dough. Just if I went and got cookie dough and took the chocolate chips out, yeah, it's just it's just like a, it's just a, I mean if you took a bite of a chocolate chip cookie right now, just a bite without yeah. the chocolate chip in it, yeah. You tell me you're choosing the oatmeal cookie. No, I'm not telling you that I'm always choosing the oatmeal cookie, but I'm saying that oatmeal does belong in cookies. No, it does not. Oatmeal belongs in the garbage. <laughs> next to Which brings us to our final poll. 65%, by the way. We didn't give the results. 65% said oatmeal in your cookies. Yes. And the final poll, has oh. oatmeal ever made anything better? Got so many fist fights to have with people over this. 
Fucking Jeff McDonald. Has oatmeal ever made anything better? Jesse Douglas. All of you. Fist fighting every one of you. Line them up. Knock me down. I'll get back up. Fist fight the next one. Lose to that one. Come to the next one. I don't care. Last poll. Has oatmeal ever made anything better? 56% say yes. You're all wrong. That's you're all right. dumb. Oh, you're all geniuses. I hate every one of you. Fist fight. Oh. Line them up. Oh. What is this? Lauren saying, asking about processors or oats in general. Not answering your stupid questions. They both suck. Yes, we know this is a little bit shorter of an episode this week, but we, before we started recording, we set up our timers and our gizmos to automatically fire that music at the one hour mark. Sorry, no fast five. Sorry to Dan Scheich. We did try to call you. It's your own fault. Did we try to call him? No, we didn't. Sure to we call, did. No, we tried to call Brian. We tried to call Brian. And S. Robbie Mack. So next week... We're going to check in with S. Robbie Mack about what we can do to get this show better. We're going to check in with Brian Shoju. Sorry, Steve. Show Jewish representative. Thank you. We'll get Brian on next week, and we'll talk about Rosh Hashanah, yep. uh, Yom Kippur, uh, all the New Year's, and Rum Springer. Uh, the real reason that we're ending this episode, actually, is because my neighbor's having an open house that starts yep. in a little while, and Kyle's going to it. I got offers to make. I'm moving in. You got a nice pool. You would future oh, house could not be less interested not going anymore because of the pool. Yeah, not new no, hard pass. Do you want me to move in there so I can so I can be pool Steve, but without the hassle of having to get the pool put in? Yeah, and then I'll move in here and I'll tear out everything you've already done. I want carpet back, <laughs> like gold walls, gold. Yeah, yeah. You'll shit. scrape all the paint off of all the yeah. wood that we terrible gave. color. I want it different. Go for it, man. Place is yours. My house now. All right. Talk to you next week. See you.